Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 18th of June. An update on the vaccine front. Russian COVID-19 vaccine Sputnik V will be available in nine more cities across India besides Hyderabad soon. Those include Bengaluru, Mumbai and Chennai. This is according to the official Twitter handle of Sputnik V. In a separate statement, Dr. Reddy's Laboratories, the local distribution partner for the vaccine, said the pilot launch is in the final leg and necessary arrangements are being made to ensure the availability of both doses. In other news, the government has reduced the tariff value for the import of edible oil, including palm oil, by up to $112 per tonne, a move which experts say can lead to lower domestic prices. The Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs, through a notification, has cut the tariff import value of crude palm oil by $86 per tonne and of RBD and crude palmoline by $112 per tonne each. It also reduced the base import price of crude soybean oil by $37 per tonne. Of course, the context here is that vegetable oil prices in India have risen tremendously over the past several months. The centre has amended the cable television network rules to provide for a three-layer statutory mechanism for the redressal of complaints relating to content broadcast by television channels. The amended rules stipulate a three-layer grievance redressal mechanism, self-regulation by broadcasters, self-regulation by the self-regulating bodies of broadcasters and an oversight mechanism by the central government. More on commodities, India's sugar production rose 13% till the 15th of June in the 2020-21 marketing year, which ends in September, to just under 307 lakh tonnes, and that's on higher sugarcane production. Going forward, the government hopes that its ethanol blending policy will help divert excess sugar stock towards ethanol production. India is the largest consumer of sugar, as you probably know, and will likely consume about 260 lakh tons of what is produced. In international news, the number of Americans applying for unemployment benefits rose last week for the first time since April, despite widespread evidence that the economy and the job market are rebounding steadily from the pandemic recession. The Labour Department said yesterday that jobless claims rose 37,000 from the week before to 412,000. As the job market has strengthened, the number of weekly applications for unemployment aid has fallen for most of the year. The number of jobless claims generally reflects the pace of layoffs. Now, global commodity prices, including those of precious metals, took a tumble overnight on account of a stronger dollar. The dollar, as you know, has strengthened on the back of the Fed's commentary with regard to inflation, as well as the expectation that there could be two hikes in interest rates towards the end of 2023, earlier than was previously expected. The dollar index is now around 92, having risen for three days in a row. Gold declined by nearly 5%, while silver slipped 7%. Copper, which has led gains in base metals over the past several months, saw its price fall by nearly 5% too. Meanwhile, Brent crude is trading below $73 to the barrel. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. 
the fear of an earlier than expected Fed hike has triggered a pullback on the Lal Street. Rupee as well has clocked its worst fall in two months. We shall have to see if bias will rush in or we will have some more distance to go before we stop falling. The market breadth was in favor of the sellers and the measure of volatility trended higher above the 15 level. The sell-off saw foreign investors offload shares worth 880 crore rupees while domestic investors were marginal buyers of shares worth 45 crore rupees. The Fed fueled sell-off has taken the Dow lower for a second day, but the tech stocks have managed to hold firm. Commodities have taken a tumble as dollar has strengthened and US 10-year yield has perked up higher to 1.50%. Asia is tracking the BAJ meeting for cues on interest rates. Here are some of the stocks that will be active this morning. ET has reported that pathology service provider Suburban Diagnostics is in talks with Dr. Lal Path Labs, Metropolis Healthcare, FarmEasy and a clutch of private equity funds for a complete sale. ET now was the first to report that Tata Motors is mulling an option to extend its current CEO's term by another year. Avenue Supermarts and InfoAge are in the running for inclusion in Nifty, according to Edelweiss Research. Indian Oil is likely to get excluded in this process. CA Rover, an arm of Carlyle Group, is selling up to 5% stake in SBI cards for about 5,000 crore rupees through block deals. Jammu and Kashmir Bank has posted a net profit of 316 crore rupees, its highest since March 2014. Power Grid has recommended a bonus issue in the ratio of 3 is to 1. Margins have been stable and profit has risen marginally to 3,500 crore rupees. On the IPO scene, Dotlard Dairy continues to get good investor response on second day while Krishna Institute IPO or KIMS is getting a muted interest from bidders. Both issues close today. To recap, as volatility index now starts to rise, we can expect some gyrations. But would it trigger a deeper pullback? Thanks Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 